guys, hello and welcome back to the Cosmographia show. Um, I'm Shohadi today, and I'm going to just uh, talk about Abhijana Shakuntalam today because I think that's one of the finest um, literary pieces penned down in Sanskrit, originally by Kalidasa. But the book I'm going to read out the first act from is um, a translation of the original work in Sanskrit by Sermonia Williams. Now, Sermonia Williams is actually um, an uh, an Orientalist, and he's a professor of the University of Oxford. I think he was a Bodden professor of Sanskrit. Yeah, he held a chair, and he's also responsible um, for producing, you know, the first ever model of of Shaktism and uh, Tantrism and how the two are related, sort of. So he actually said that sector, the sector philosophy, um, is somewhat similar to what is the tantric philosophy. So both of these are actually uh, synonyms. Uh, nevertheless, let's talk about uh, Abhijana Shakuntalam. It's one of the finest. Um, masterpieces ever penned down in Sanskrit and the you know highest levels Indian poetry or, or Sanskritic poetry has actually reached up to because uh, Kalidas is considered to be uh, undoubtedly the greatest dramatist in the Sanskrit language. Now uh, our author was Monia Williams uh, he talks about the first act you know that introduces the king of India that's Dushyant armed with bows and arrows in, in a chariot with his driver and that they are passing through a forest in, in pursuit of a black antelope and this forest sort of belongs to the hermitage of the great saint who's called Rishi Kanwa and Rishi Kanwa is uh, you know coincidentally the foster father of uh, the lead female protagonist of the play who's the foster daughter called Shakuntala was originally, as we come to know later, uh, as we you know go on reading um, through the play, as we go through the play in 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 in, in you know meticulous detailed look, I would say, um, you get to know that Shakuntala is actually born out of Vishwamitra uh, when he was engaged in finance and from from Menaka, who is the sort of maid servant, uh, an upsara of course, and the maid servant to Rishikashipa and and his wife Aditi so these are you know the parents of the gods so let's let's talk about the um, you know the first act I'm just gonna read out the entire act and now before that I just wanted to sort of go about the dramatis personae because that's really important when talking about um, a drama and uh, Shakuntala has got uh, around seven acts now we'll be taking around 14 episodes to cover all these um, seven acts now here the dramatis personae for the first act I guess includes Dushanta, who is the king of India, as I earlier said. Then there is Kanva, who is the chief of the hermits and the foster father of um, Shakuntala. There is Matavia, who is the jester, friend and companion of the king. I don't think Matavia appears in the first act. He sort of comes in the second act. But uh, we have uh, Shakuntala in the first act. Now, you know, Shakuntala is the lead, uh, the female protagonist of the play. And, um, you know, she's the daughter, as I said earlier, of Sage Vishwamitra and the Nimb Menaka and the foster child of the hermit Kanwa in his in whose um, her ashram she actually resides that there are two attendants of Sakuntala the first is called Priyamvada and the second is called Anasuya there's a holy matron and uh, you know sort of superior of all the female inhabitants in the hermit in the hermitage and she's called Gautami then there's Vasumati who's the queen of Dushyanta uh, of course, there are you know other characters in it as well. There are very minor characters, but let's talk about uh, the rules for pronunciation of proper names, as you know has been said in a note by our author. So our author says that although the you know uh, although the title of the drama is Shakuntala, he 
sort of right it's like sakuntalas that's a k you know with a double o and not a k with the u so it's not shakuntala it's sakuntala the u is pronounced like the u in the english word rule now that is what he just talks about this is basic you know pronunciation rules that i don't think is necessary for the first century when everyone in everyone is quite much uh, sort of learn it as to how to pronounce names uh, yeah that's very simple now let's start with the prologue first so i'll be just quoting the first section is called benedictus and i quote isa preserve you he who is revealed in these eight forms by man perceptible water of all creations works the first the fire that bears on high the sacrifice presented with solemnity to heaven the priest the holy offerer of gifts the sun and moon those two majestic orbs eternal marshallers of day and night the subtle ether vehicle of sound diffused throughout the boundless universe the earth by sages called the place of birth of all material essences and things and air which give it life to all that breathe now there is a certain section here that talks about um, the stage manager and the actress who is sort of um, you know getting ready who's sort of readying herself to appear before the audience now the stage manager says lady when you have finished attiring yourself come this way the actress says entering Here I am sir what are your commands the stage manager says we are here before the eyes of an audience of educated and discerning men and have to represent in their presence a new drama composed by kalidasa called sakuntala or the lost ring now that's uh, an alternative name for the drama let the whole company exert themselves to do justice to their several parts actress you sir have so judiciously managed the cast of the characters that nothing will be defective in the acting stage manager lady i will tell you the exact state of the case no skill in acting can i deem complete till from the wise the actor gain applause know that the heart even of the truly skillful shrinks from too boastful confidence in self the actress now modestly replies you judge correctly and now what are your commands stage manager says what can you do better than engage the attention of the audience by some captivating melody actress which among the seasons shall i select as the subject of my song so she questions as in how to lure or you know how to make the audience admire her the stage manager says you surely ought to give the, uh, the preference to the present summer season that has but recently commenced a season so rich in enjoyment for now unceasing are the charms of halcyon days when the cool bath exhilarates the flame when sylvan gales are laden with the scent of fragrant patalas when soothing sleep creeps softly on beneath the deepening shade and when at last the dulcet calm of eve entrancing steals over every yielding sense actress says i will and she sings this is the song now fond maidens the chosen of their hearts to please entwine their ears with sweet sirisha flowers whose fragrant leaves attract the kiss of the bees that softly murmur through the summer hours the stage manager now says charmingly sung 
The audience are motionless as statues, their souls riveted by the enchanting strain. What subject shall we select for representation that we may ensure a continuance of their favor? Actress, why not the same, sir, announced by you at first? Let the drama called Shakuntala or the Lost Ring be the subject of our dramatic performance. Stage manager, rightly reminded, for the moment I had forgotten it. Your song's transporting melody decoyed my thoughts and wrapped with ecstasy my soul, as now the bounding um, antelope allures the King Dushyantal on the chase intent. Exeunt. Now, now this is where the first act begins. The scene is set in um, a forest in the wilderness near St. Kanwa's hermitage, as we get to know later. Enter King Dushyanta, armed with a bow and arrow in a chariot, chasing an antelope, attended by his charioteer. Charioteer, looking at the deer and then at the king. Great Prince, when on the antelope I bend my gaze, and on your majesty, whose mighty bow has his strength firmly breast, before my eyes the god that wills the trident seems revealed, chasing the deer that flies from him in vain. King, the king says, that's Dushyant, he says, Charioteer, this fleet antelope has drawn us far from my attendance. See, there he runs. I, in anon, his graceful neck he bends to cast a glance at the pursuing car, and dreading now the swift descending shaft contracts into itself his slender frame. About his path, in scattered fragments strewn, the half-chewed grass falls from his panting mouth. See, in his airy bounds he seems to fly, and leaves no trace upon the elastic turf. With astonishment, how now, swift as is our pursuit, I scarce can see him. The charioteer replies, Sire, the ground here is full of hollows. I have therefore drawn in the reins and checked the speed of the chariot. Hence the deer has somewhat gained upon us. Now that we are passing over level ground, we shall have no difficulty in overtaking him. King, the king replies, loosen the reins then. Charioteer, the king is obeyed, drives the chariot at full speed. Great prince, see, see. Responsive to the slackened rein, the steeds chaffing with eager rivalry, carrier with emulative fleetness over the plain. Their necks outstretched, their waving plumes that late fluttered above their brows are motionless, their sprightly ears but now erect, bent low, themselves unsullied by the circling dust that vainly follows on their rapid course. The king joyously says, In good suit, the horses seem as if they would outstrip the steeds of Indra and the sun. That which but now showed to my view minutes quickly assumes dimension. That which seemed moment since disjoined in diverse parts looked suddenly like one compacted whole. That which in, is really crooked in its shape in the far distance left grows regular. Wondrous the chariot speed that in a breath makes the near distant and the distant near. Now charioteer, see me kill the deer. Saying this, the king takes his aim. And all of a sudden, a voice appears from behind the scenes, and the voice says, Hold, O king, this deer belongs to our hermitage. Kill it not, kill it not. The charioteer listens to the voice, and looking at the king, he says, 
Great King, some hermits have stationed themselves so as to screen the antelope at the very moment of its coming within range of your arrow. The King Hassler replies, then stop the horses. Charioteer, I obey, stop the, uh, stops the chariots. And then, um, you know, there are, there are hermits. I mean, there, there's a single hermit who enters with two other attendants with him. Hermit, raising his hand, this deer, O king, belongs to our hermitage. Kill it not, kill it not. Now heaven forbid this barbed shaft descend upon this fragile body of a fawn, like fire upon a heap of tender flowers. Can thy steel bolts no meter quarry find than the warm lifeblood of a harmless deer? Restore, great prince, thy weapon to its quiver. More it becomes thy arms to shield the weak than to bring anguish on the innocent. King, it's done, replaces the arrow in his quiver. Hermit, worthy is this action of a prince, the light of Puru's race. Well done, this act befeet a prince like thee. Right worthy is it of thine ancestry. Thy guardian be a son of peerless worth, whose wide dominion shall embrace the earth. So that's a blessing from the hermit. Both the other hermits raising their hands, uh, you know, say, May heaven indeed grant thee a son, a sovereign of the earth from sea to sea. King, bowing, I accept with gratitude a Brahman's benediction. Hermit, we came hither, mighty prince, to collect sacrificial wood. Here on the banks of the Malini, that's a river, you may perceive the hermitage of the great sage Kanwa. If other duties require not your presence, deign to enter and accept our hospitality. When you behold our penitential rites, performed without impediment by saints, reach only in devotion, then with pride will you reflect such are the holy men who call me guardian, such the men for whom to wield the bow I bear my nervous arm, scarred by the motion of the glancing string. King, is the chief of your society now at home? Hermit, no, he has gone to Somatirtha to propitiate destiny, which threatens his daughter, Shakuntala, with some calamity, but he has commissioned her in his absence to entertain all guests with hospitality. King, good, I will pay her a visit. She will make me acquainted with the mighty sage's acts of penance and devotion. Hermit, and we will depart on our errand. Exit with his companions. King, to the charioteer. Charioteer, urge on the horses. We will at least purify our souls by the sight of this hallowed retreat. The charioteer replies, Your majesty is obeyed, and he drives the chariot with great velocity. King, looking all about him, Charioteer, even without being told, I should have known that these were the precincts of a grove consecrated to penitential rites. Charioteer, how so? The king says, do not you observe. Beneath the trees, whose hollow trunks afford secure retreat to many a nestling brood, or parrots scattered grains of rice lie strewn. Lo, here and there are seen the polished slabs that serve to bruise the fruit of Inguri, the gentle rodeo taught to trust in man. Unstartled, here are voices. On the paths appear the traces of bark woven wastes, borne gripping from the limpid fount of waters, and mark. Laved are the roots of trees by deep canals, whose glassy waters tremble in the breeze. The sprouting verdure of the leaves is deemed by dusky rats of upward curling smoke. 
from burnt oblations and on and on new mound lawns around our car graze leisurely the fawns charioteer i observe it all king advancing a little further the inhabitants of the sacred retreat must not be disturbed stay the chariot that i may alight charioteer the reins are held in your majesty may descend king alighting charioteer groves devoted to penance must be entered in humble attire take this ornaments delivers ornaments and bow to the charioteer charioteer see that the horses are watered and attend to them until i return from visiting the inhabitants of this hermitage charioteer i will sir exit so that's all until you know the half of this uh, act 1 This is actually from a book that's called Hindu literature. Um, it, it, it comprises the Book of Good Counsels, um, Nala and Damayanti, the Ramayana, and, and Shakuntala. Uh, there, there are you know some sections of the Ramayana, not the entire Ramayana, um, and it's actually a compilation by Toru Dutt, who's a famous um, Bengali Orientalist. I would say, like she w- went to France to study, you know, uh, in, in school life and attended lectures at Cambridge. um but unfortunately you know uh, passed away at the age of at the young age of 21 i guess uh but whatever that's uh, until the half of the first act is off today and we'll continue the act later i mean we'll, we'll continue the act in the second episode of the season 3 um starting from how the king approaches shakuntala how he actually gets to you know sort of know her how he you know looks at um, anusua and 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 priyamvada what their conversations entail um how shakuntala actually is and what she does in the hermitage what all her duties including you know watering the plants and how she actually um brings about a change in this warrior king like the king had a warrior mindset of killing you know and and hunting um beasts and uh, cutting down your know, logs in the forest since he actually built an encampment for that purpose but then we see as soon as the king meets shakuntala he forms a instant kind of bonding and uh, since sakuntala um you know has lots of affections for these um beasts uh, of of the jungle as well as um you know of uh, uh, she is quite affectionate towards the plants and what is them with great care and considers some of them to be her uh, you know sisters uh the king actually forbids any kind of hunting um Uh, as seen in the act 2 but all those come later um that's all for now and i hope you enjoyed listening to shakuntala uh, you know as translated by monia williams uh, act 1 uh, until half and we hope to continue it soon in act 2 uh, if you did like it do rate the podcast and uh, listen to uh, our earlier episodes as well thank you and have a great day ahead